because I was born in the 80s and I didn't grow up with my father around or a father figure for that matter but here I am trying to raise three boys the strange thing is that most black fathers I know have the same questions and challenges that I do now I can't really promise you that this podcast is going to find all the answers but I can promise you some laughs and some thought-provoking conversations and hopefully somewhere along the line we will figure this thing out together now welcome to my podcast I knew I'd always wanted to be in the labor world. So let me set the scene. You're expecting your first child and together with your wife, you start making plans. This is going to be your chance to be the big daddy. You know, you're going to be your child's hero. You're going to be the empathetic partner and you're going to share the experience with your wife. The time comes and then reality starts staring in the face. The reality that you're not welcome in the delivery room. You're only the father. No one really expects anything from you. That the very things that you consider to be your rights, you have to earn them. On this episode, I catch up with a very good friend of mine, Nanako Fiasin, a designer, creative consultant and the lead creative at NKCC, but more importantly, the father of two kids. I was asked to go out. I didn't really understand, but I mean, the two the two mothers asked me to go out, so I just I just felt like I had. To. And for me, it was like, okay, fine, go and go and get some rest because we've been up for over twenty four hours. But ideally, I had one. I had wanted to be there, you know. And Did your wife know that you wanted to be there? Oh yeah, it's something we had spoken about, and okay. she knew. The, the The thing was, yes, I wanted to be, but. We didn't sort of like have a, have a concrete agreement and yeah. say you have to be because yeah. you, know, you, you didn't know how it was going to go. Yeah. When the pain setting and everything, the decisions that I had to take on the, on the spur of the moment, decisions you took, I mean, so you just, you just want to be able to let her have a peace of mind. Just because it was her first yeah. and mother-in-laws were there, you just wanted to, okay. They, it almost felt like they, they wanted to own that, that opportunity yes. to you know. So... I just didn't want to disrespect. I just wanted to give them that because obviously the 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 child was going to come back to my home, and I've yes. been with her through all this process. So I thought, okay, fine. So I mean, it, and I have friends who have who have said that they were in the the labor ward with their wives, and they tell you the experience and how it humbles them yeah. and all of that. And I feel like it's something that maybe black men should actually go through when you are in the situation with her you actually understand the pain they talk about and not yeah. just the pain so that gives you a perspective on the responsibility you have and when i was called in to, to see my son for the first time first thing i did was i took a photo <laughs> just <number>. hello <laughs> yeah <laughs> i took a photo but but for me, taking that photo was, was, you know, because of the kind of work I do, was a way of, of capturing the moment and seeing the resemblance and seeing him cry. That's when it hits me like, hey, there's like a yes. mini you that you're responsible for and you have to make sure you're there for him. Yes. And for me, it was like the beginning of a journey that, like you said in the beginning, I've had no prior rehearsal because yeah. I didn't go out with my father. So it's you like, didn't? okay, they get Shock, school. horror. <laughs> So the thing is, you don't know how it's done. Then all of a sudden, you're pushed out of this aircraft and you have to build a parachute as you're, yes. you're descending. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, I almost find it sad, right? That when you're bringing a, a baby into this world, planned it, and you, you look forward to it and you want to be part of it. And at that critical moment, there's somebody else who wants to own it. There's something so sad about the fact that somebody almost yeah. even has... The, the audacity to suggest to that, that they want the moment you know there's something very sad and 
and you know that's the root of a lot of the conversations that i've been having that how many of us get told indirectly that you don't have to yeah exactly and, and i think i think culturally because you've embraced that whole mother-in-law can step in um it has it has replications it has it has issues that it creates later on and we are very oblivious about that when it's happening because we think yeah. oh that's their responsibility and this and that yes. but then what then happens is in certain cases that becomes like the opening for them to come in, like, so I like step into the marriage yeah. and it could cause problems in the long term. And don't get me wrong. They might, they might mean good. No, they, and, because, and most of yeah, them, most of them mean good. no harm. Most of them mean no harm. And that's exactly. what they know. And if the problem is, but they are there helping you take care of your child. Yes. So then that becomes like the numbing effect. Oh no, yeah. but they're there taking care of And then you become ungrateful. You, realize, you become ungrateful yes. if you're there. You don't yes. want, exactly. By the time you realize lines have been crossed and once those lines are crossed, there's no coming back. And I almost feel like some, some things need to be said. Your mother's desire to do certain things does not <laughs> supersede a man's right to be a father exactly that's a very succinct way to put it it's like a skill um your your, your mother-in-law's desire and the man's right and these two things are sort of like conflicting and, and to me and to me and to me they shouldn't even conflict one is a right and one is a desire i'll tell you one thing i remember once i was going out over the weekend on a saturday and on a friday i was coming home and i, I don't remember if i had said but i think that my in my head my plan was when i get home in the evening i'll quickly take the boys and give them a haircut so that on Saturday yeah. we can go wherever we were planning to go. And when I came home, my mother-in-law had taken them to go and get a haircut. Yeah. I know she Did meant to know. Too. Yes. All right. Have you experienced it as well? I know she I'll meant. You <laughs> have you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know for a fact that she meant no harm. But I was Good. so hurt. Yeah. It that you know the fact that yeah. I know she meant no harm doesn't make it any less painful to swallow. But I was so hurt. The thing is, every day is an opportunity to learn. So when these little opportunities are taking away from you, in the long run it affects the kind of father you become. Because the truth is you would have to learn as you go. So that's just one one more lesson that you've deprived me of that I have to wait another day to learn. You know, like this, this haircut thing you're talking about. <laughs> have you experienced the haircut thing? Oh yeah, several times. Like I went with my son to the, to the barber shop and put like a few lines in his hair and I come back and they've scraped his head off. <laughs> like they've, t- they've taken everything off. And meanwhile, we've grown his hair, we want to twist it. You know, that's between me and him. That's like yeah. our bonding. There has to be that thing between you and your son, the good times, the bad times. And that's what helps create the bond. So when you start taking yes. these things away from the father, and especially yeah. because now the situation is even worse because now I'm separated. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm finding that every two, three hours I get to spend with my children has to be like two months more. yeah exactly it's very interesting what you said one is about the fact that those opportunities are lessons for you to learn for you to improve so for yeah. everything that the man can do for every of those opportunities that you take away you're making him a weaker father exactly second exactly. there's a certain level of confidence that comes yeah. from knowing that this is my mother this is my father this is mine and and also and the confidence isn't just from like the parents to, to, the, to yeah. the children um, and i'll always go back to this point about if you grew up without a father and like you said, according to your statistics, that's a lot of us. <laughs> Come and beat me. I'm in my house. <laughs> so the thing is, when sometimes when you spend time with your son, you, the yeah. father, up your confidence. To me, for example, and, and I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, in my head, and I have to fight this, but in my head, women fix things. I don't mean physically, but if I'm in trouble and my mom tells me, don't worry, I've got it. I can yeah. go and sleep. I would find so depressing if I hear my son make this statement that he thinks it's only his mother who can say something who can say i'll fix it if you want something my mom will get it for you you don't know how she gets it you don't know where she got it from gets it and she gets it done so my, my daughter tells me about this guy who likes hair in school she, my daughter is eight <laughs> yes <laughs> um i don't know I, I, 
I don't know if she's told. <laughs> you don't know how to feel. <laughs> but I don't know if she's told her mother because I don't. I don't know how right. her mother will take it. But she's told me, yeah. and you see, and that's yeah. the thing. It's it's because maybe I'm more empathetic. She feels like I'm more yes. empathetic. She can open up and tell me some of these things, which naturally yes. you would end up telling your mother and not your father. father. But yeah. then the thing is, and there's a line in the Bible that like that talks about um, the man will leave, the woman will leave and cleave. And by leaving, then you're yes. just, not just talking about the family. It's talking about no. what you know, your your yeah. ideals, your family, yeah. your principles, yeah. the way and you, you would start your own. Exactly, and it's and it's a combination of what the two of you agree on. You know, yes. so if in your house yeah. the man cook and the and and the man does the laundry and the woman is the yeah. one with the lawnmower every Saturday wearing shorts yeah. going, that's your family and that's the way it's yeah. gonna work for you. I still go back that and I, I still go back that our father's generation have our father's generation and our grandfather's generation they literally have pulled off the biggest con job on this planet. Literally, they've convinced yeah, yeah, women yeah. that. Yeah, they've convinced women that, you know, where men are born with a handicap and we can't be primarily responsible for a childcare. Yesterday, I was talking to somebody and I was talking about most, most African women would die of shock if you told them that you let your husband bath for your day old baby. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah. exactly. I have three kids. Yeah. You have two kids. And if you look at yeah. the expression on your face, the same way women learn, men have to learn. If you, put, yeah. if you put a baby next to a woman, unless the woman is intoxicated or not well, no woman will sleep and roll over and crush a baby lying next to them. Never. It's an instinct. Never. And men have it yeah. too. Men yeah. have it too. It's just that men are just never given a chance to show it. Yeah. And I'm aware that there are certain men who are very stubborn. And this is a very broad statement I'm making. There are some men yeah. who are not interested. I, 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 I'm, I'm very much aware of that. But I almost feel like, no, of with, course. you know, as of a course. man, you have to earn it. So I feel like, I feel like, like it, it comes back to role. Like yeah. in, my, in my house, when I, when, I mean, with my kids, when they were growing yeah. up, I'll be the one going around the house, turning the table so the corners are in the facing the wall yeah. and not outside, and moving the oh, carpet. I, could live with that. I feel like I feel like they could slip, <laughs> and that's just me and my imagination. Yes, and yes, could yes, wrong. Um, yes. And that's just me. My wife would probably yeah. do something else to protect the kids. Yeah. It's, a, it's a collective effort. The two of the, the biggest thing I'm going to take away from this conversation is that this situation. Regarding haircuts, mm -hmm. I'm not the only one. <laughs> people, people, I mean, I've been sitting on this story for, I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight years. But there are certain instances, there are certain roles that I deem as mine. Yeah. There are certain decisions that I deem as mine. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying I get offended if my wife does them. Because that's, you know, we are co-primary caregivers. We are, yeah. we, we share equal responsibility. But yeah. it's, it's that thing where somebody outside of the two of us comes in and takes a decision for me. That, that I think that to me, that's... And there's something you said. I, I, think, I, think, I think the word there is primary caregiver. Yeah. Um, a lot, you see, the, the term primary caregiver is not understood by a lot of families in Ghana. Yeah. The nuclear family system is not understood by a lot of families in Ghana. Because with a nuclear family, it then means that they are the primary caregivers and certain yes. things should stay within that frame and should not yeah. go out. Even yeah. if um, somebody offers that help and it makes it comfortable for, for the primary caregivers, they need to yeah. understand that certain things that we should not allow someone else to do. To come and do if it, somebody yes. puts and, and even if you, if you choose to allow somebody to come in, they need to understand that they are temporarily offering a service. But I think there are certain things that are sacred, like bathing for your child, putting your child to bed. It's like speaking to a yeah. somebody and the person will say, oh, I'm home today, I'm babysitting my child. Like, do you, to me, 
you babysit your friend's child when your friend is busy. Yeah. You yeah, babysit a dog. You babysit <laughs> a dog yeah. when the dog has just had an operation and the owner doesn't want to leave the dog alone. Yeah. You don't babysit your child. Yeah. But but there but there are boys who say that there are boys who say to them babysitting as yeah. if they're doing their wives a favor. A favor. And yeah, sometimes, you know, and I, I don't obviously I can't speak for women and I don't know, but I get the feeling that sometimes some women like they, they like to know that it's, it's them. I'm the one that gives this. I'm the one that does it. Exactly. And, and back to the point. I mean, I think that, I think that um, women can, can also help their men to become better men. And, yeah. and that's, that's straightforward. They can help. Yeah. You see, a yeah. woman, a woman can, can help the husband become what she wants. Yeah. It depends on how she does it. Because the thing is, yeah. you can't go screaming or scolding your man or criticizing your man and you expect that he will do certain things. He will rebel. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah. Even, even, even females do that. With so how children. then you yeah. exactly. So then yeah. Yeah. you, you should understand that the, the man is your partner in this. And even if he doesn't yeah. know how to do it at all, okay, yeah. even if he doesn't know how to do it at all, and he would bathe or he would, he would go and fetch water for the, for the child once a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's from let there. Him. Let him do that. Yeah. And then gradually yeah. he, would, he, would, yeah. he would get better. Maybe not the first 10 years of a child's life, but yeah. then he'll wake up one day when the child is 11 and realize that, oh no, I have to do this. And he might take, a, it yeah. will take everything away and you will end up not doing anything anymore because he feels like he has to do it. And He's got it. Yeah. But you know what? Mm-hmm. There, there, there are women who wouldn't even dream of leaving their children with their fathers like the whole day. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There are women who think, oh, how is he going to feed him? I find, it, I mean, it infuriates me. It, it, it upsets me that some men are happy with that setup yeah. where they think they're so useless and they're almost almost proud of it. Yeah. And two, that some women feel that, like, I know I keep going back to this point, but some women feel that maybe some men are born with a handicap. So, you know, he doesn't know how to do it. Trust me, if you leave a child for a man, he's not going to kill the child. If he doesn't know how to of put a nappy on a child, the worst thing that's going to happen is that he's going to have poo all over himself and tomorrow he'll put a nappy yeah. on properly. But, that, <laughs> it, but that's a know, learning experience. But exactly, that's, what, yeah. that's what I mean. That's a learning experience. Yeah. You know, he's not going to mm. choke the child. He's not going to be, you know, shoving a <laughs> tube of, of yam down the three-month-old's throat. <laughs> and, and I think that I think that as men, we also need to start talking about certain things. Like, I'll give an example. Mm. I play football, like, twice a week. And, and I yeah. And when you're talking... I don't. <laughs> we're, we're talking, and somebody will say, Charlie... Uh, I know if you come last week, cause Charlie, I don't get exit. Then people will laugh and go like, okay, so why, why you don't get exit? You know, they'll go like, oh no, why feet tired? So I, I couldn't have left the house. I had to take care of the children so she can also get some rest. And it's refreshing hearing some of these things yes. from, from other yes. men. And, yes. you know, and, and I feel like men should talk more about some of these things because I feel like yes. the strength we have is, will be in the fact that we take care of our children. And it teaches, yes. us a, it teaches us a lot that we can even bring into the business world and stuff like yes. that, you know? That would help yeah. us become... No, no, no. I can't believe I'm about to say this word because, <laughs> God forgive me, but we do, we do need to normalize certain things. We didn't, you know, amongst men, we need to normalize yeah. saying things like, you know, I'm home, this, I'm home this weekend because I have to spend time with the children. Yeah. Or, you know, I can't stay for long because I have to bath the children and put them to bed. Yes, yes. yes. You know, or, 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 or I'm cooking today. It doesn't yeah. make you any less of a man. There are real OGs who, who do it, yeah. who have been doing it yeah. for years. 
but like you're yeah. saying it's probably something that you don't talk about is conversations like this around this from the perspective of black men and yeah. and not just black men but black men who didn't grow up with their fathers is very is yeah. it's very important See, Nana, thank you thank I you mean, very much i appreciate it man thanks too